Yo, 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 Aiden, do the thing. All right, one second. It's been a while. Stretch it out, stretch it out, wind it up, wind it up. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Top of the morning, top of the morning. Welcome back to the Top of the Morning Podcast. Yes, sir. Episode 102. I know we're not consistent. We're working on it. We hear you. Maybe we don't, because maybe you're also drowning under work (laughs) like we are. But actually, it's, it's the irony of a song. I was really busy for a while, right? Yeah. Now, for the last two weeks, it's been like relatively easy at work again, and you've been really busy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just the, the universe is conspiring against us, but we stand strong. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, by the way, I know I said I was recording a new uh, cinephile like two like two weekends ago. I started recording it. It's not finished. That's Progress. why you guys haven't gotten it yet. I'm just saying I right put now some more time in it. That I have I have personally requested Aiden do a cinephile on Jesus music or whatever the hell the documentary is <laughs> look I'll watch it it's 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 a documentary so I feel like it's gonna be hard to well like, the do only something re- interesting with it but. <laughs> the only reason I say that is first of all I want to see because right now it's sitting at a 63 percent uh critic score 98 percent audience score but not many reviews on the critic side yet either and even on yeah. the audience score not that many but the reason I only yeah, find I mean, it funny yeah, is because I think I want to say it was maybe when Alisa and I went to go see Space Jam 2 or maybe when I went to go see a movie with Danny and the guys here, the trailer for it came on and it was just the most like hokey, over the top. Mm-hmm. Like these people legitimately think they're God's gift to music, which I guess is fitting. But Well, a little something potentially in the pipeline, okay? I'm potentially going to have a very special guest that I'm going to keep secret for now um, oh. for a cinephile on God's Not Dead, like Ooh. the movie. God's Not and Dead, a funny he's surely <laughs> Yeah, no, I was going to say, the, the, the newsboys that did the God's Not Dead theme, they're in uh, the Jesus music movie. Yeah, they are in Jesus music. I saw them in the trailer, yeah. and I thought it was hilarious. I would love if they, like, dedicate, like, five minutes to, like, you know, and then it's God's right. Not Dead came out, and that changed everything. It was a movement, <laughs> a culture shift, a paradigm shift. Motherfuckers using big I, words with shift afterwards. Gear shift. <laughs> you had people watching the movie, texting their friends like they said in the movie that God's not dead. People jam into the song, praising the Almighty. It, it was, was a, a revolution. Revolutionary <laughs> shift. E- e- ecological shift. <laughs> Epidemiological shift. Just but yeah, sorry, um, you can't say funny things while I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. I'm sorry. Can't waste the <laughs> nectar. Um, yeah. Also, another just a quick another movie tidbit, just because I wanted to ask you about this. What is the because I, I didn't watch the show and it's actually kind of a show that like, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll go back and watch that one day. Um, the Sopranos universe film. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. The Many uh, States of Newark. Uh. Do you think it make like, I don't know if, like, I mean, I'm not trying to assume here because it's your Italian heritage, but is, like, a have you seen The Sopranos? Does this movie make sense? Like, should it exist in your opinion? I mean, it definitely It's really racist of you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen The Sopranos, believe it or not. 
I know that's hard for you to believe, you bigot, but I've never seen The Sopranos. <laughs> but, um, like, do you know any opinion on it? Like, do you think it's, like, a worth, like, do you think, I mean, obviously it's a cash grab, but, like, do you think it's a movie that, like, well, you know, people are saying? I'll tell like, you this much. Yeah. What you're supposed to learn from The Sopranos is that Tony is really cool. That's, like, the lesson that you're supposed to take away. Are you being facetious or is this actually? I am, yes. Okay. <laughs> that that is definitely okay, what the show is, Rudder's Vod you take away. Who is Tony Soprano? Like, which actor plays Tony Soprano on the actual show? You absolute whore for not knowing that. Dog, I know nothing about this show. James Gandolfini, oh, who James passed away in 2015, the I want to say. The only reason I asked that is because I'm, like, looking around Tomatoes right now, and it says, like, the actor in the Sopranos movie, this one, who's, like, got advice from, what's his name, Ray Liotta. So for, like, two seconds, I was like, wait, no, Ray Liotta's not fucking Tony. I know it's someone else. No. It's James Gandolfini, and his son is playing him in the movie. Oh, Because it's, it's a prequel cool. to Sopranos. That's kind of cool. It's kind of like how uh, this is not the same thing, like in terms of magnitude or whatever. But it's kind of like how uh, Ice Cube's son played him in the NWA movie. That's pretty cool, honestly. How is it not the same in magnitude? How is it not more important? <laughs> <laughs> also, it has a fifty-three percent audience score, so I guess the Soprano fans are not digging the movie. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I'll check it out. The I'll only let you know what I think of, about it. Yeah. Only film of note this weekend, though, is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, again, you're leaving out The Many Saints of Newark as a film of <laughs> note. There's so much anti-Italian bias coming <laughs> right now, man. I'm, like, not okay over here. Uh, no Time to Die uh, hasn't even come out yet, and that is more important than this fucking movie. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait for that, man. It looks awesome. Yeah. It's getting good reviews. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Love a good Daniel Craig movie in general at mm-hmm. this point. He's so um, dreamy, isn't he? <laughs> he's just <laughs> honestly, I I I only like him because of the clip of him saying the weekend. But <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Which it is for us too. It's Friday night, man. It is the weekend. Yes, sir. Friday night, recording a podcast for the creamer boys. Um also, I don't mean I know I've been a bit all over the place, but it's just bantery. I wanted to put this in front of you because i was talking to someone in the class about this Mm -hmm. and so he said he was like laughing as he said this but he's like let me tell you why kendrick's the goat and then he said Mm -hmm. drake made an entire song right to see slide with the attempt of it to go like viral go tiktok viral and it it did have that appeal it did well but it definitely did not stick as a tiktok song it didn't have like sort of the viral the virality he was looking for Kendrick, whether on purpose or just because he was fucking around, has two viral TikToks. <laughs> Wait, what's the second one? Because I know, I know one of them is Top in the Morning. The brother from, uh, from uh, Family Ties. The amazing brother. Pop off. Amazing <laughs> brother. That one's not as popular, but they both yeah. are quite... Like, it's just funny to me how I'm fucking around and ended up becoming... A, and I was like, you Dude, know what? Fair point. <laughs> I, I love Kendrick in both those songs because he's clearly just having the time of his life in both of them. It's two cousins making music together. It's honestly yeah. like fantastic that they just decide. And I'm not going to be an idiot and be like, oh, it's lyrical. It's so deep. No, it's just two guys having a lot of fun. And you can tell. And I think it's nice No, you're, to you're, you're wrong. Top of the morning, Steve. Like, come on. Well, you're, it's the Irish in you now, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Let me, let me find the list of words that, he, that he's now allowed to say. Hang on. 
because he's an honorary Irish man. Also, the that Keem's verse after the top of the morning is so funny to me too. I don't know why. I should that shit is hard to be too bad. Bitches in cardiac glasses. Rolly gang, rolly gang, rolly gang. Rolly gang, rolly gang. It's I would love to see like I I in my head I imagine like when Kendrick's doing top of the morning, Keem's like cracking up, and then he runs up to do his part and he just goes rolly gang and Kendrick. <laughs> it's just fun. It's delightful. You know, I think it's like for me, I find I honestly do find Keem like largely uninteresting overall. Like he does some like cool like vocal things but like his content doesn't really like drive me to listen to him you know mm-hmm. but the the stuff with kendrick is just transcendent like it's just his perfect. verse on family ties is very good i think that's probably yeah. like that's like a best verse i've heard from him yeah and it's um, good it is good yeah Vasan, you know i looked up irish slurs because <laughs> i want to look for words that uh, kendrick could say but here are 10 of the greatest Irish insults that are, like, very poetic, too, okay? Greatest. Okay, top 10, top 10, top 10. Top Let's 10, okay? I'm going to stop with – I'm, I'm going to start with number 10. Oh, well, you're as sharp as a beach ball. Ooh, get him. Got him. When you were born, you were so ugly. The nurse stopped your mother. That was kind of fun. <laughs> May the cat eat you, and the devil eat the cat. Mm. <laughs> Biblical. May your spade never dig. May your soul never pig. Huh? <laughs> I need. I need to look up what so means. S O W. May your so never what pig? Pig. P I G. Isn't so a female pig? Is it? Hang on. I read Charlotte's Web. I know about pigs. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because I'm getting pigs with nipples on Google right now. <laughs> Why did you feel the need to describe? <laughs> Why the fuck did you feel the need to describe that? To I mean, me? that's what it is. You know, it's like it's. I mean, it's yeah. A pig with it a just, bunch of I just wasn't it. expecting you to say, "Oh shit, I got a bunch of pigs with nipples over here." <laughs> I mean, that's probably what my house is going to wind up looking like in the future. You know? How, how Out in the you, barn. You and your pigs, yeah. Me and my pigs. The mother pig mm-hmm. with all the nipples feeding all the baby pigs, all that, you know? Mm-hmm. What else we got on the Irish insult list? Yeah, let me get back to it. I, I guess you want to get off nipple talk. <laughs> nipple talk. <laughs> that's the spin. That's our new spinoff. Nipple that's talk. the Pornhub exclusive. <laughs> This time, the half and half podcast goes blue. <laughs> Nipple talk, baby. Uh, so, um, oh, may your pipe never smoke. May your teapots be broke. Mm. May you melt off the earth like a snow off the ditch. The Irish be spitting, dog. Okay, number four is coming up. This one's just fire. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Talk I to never him. forgot to. Not- oh, well, you cut me off. Sorry. Sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I never forgot an Irish face, but in your case, I make an exception. Ooh, forgettable. That's fire. You That's mean deep. nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is funny. 
If work was a bed, you'd sleep on the floor. Mm, talk <laughs> to him. You're that lazy. That's fire. Talk to oh him. Oh my god, McGregor. Oh. Number two is so mean. Not really. You have a face that would drive rats from a barn. Oh wow. That's quite rude. That's not even like this is direct. Like you might as well just say you're ugly at that point. Yeah. I just want to say so. Number one, it uses the word thick in the context of dumb and not the context of Aiden. You know, mm. just want you guys to understand that before we get there. Um, you're as thick as manure, but only half as useful. Ooh, ooh, that's a bar. Those are heat. Some heat. Kendrick, put those in the put those on the next album. You heard it, dude. He's allowed to now. He's an honorary. PG Lang. Kendrick Kendrick McLamar now. Kendrick McMar. McMar. (laughs) Oh, Kendrick McMar. Also, shout out to our boy Fantano for popping. Is he like the originator of the hat trend? I don't know. Like he's the first one. I don't know. That's actually yeah. He 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 invented that dance. (laughs) <laughs> like the taking your hat and going top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. That's like a meme in my apartment too. We'll just randomly say it. And there's <laughs> a version is one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, and there's a version that someone made where it's like it's the same part, but it's like SpongeBob's voice for some reason. Yes, I've heard that. SpongeBob like, says the N word. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't just stop with the let's get this shit let's get this shit top yeah. it goes on to keeps like closing verse where he just said where he goes or it's kendra going fuck these brothers on. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we'll Dude. just say rolly gang and like a super high-pitched voice too we'll be like rolly gang rolly gang rolly gang rolly gang oh man <laughs> Oh, bro, this is the most, like, I don't know, Zuber or whatever shit ever, but I think it's hilarious. Like, it makes me happy every time. It's it's genuinely, like, it gets <sighs> me going, man. Like, it gets it's me motivated. Just, it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, let's get this shit, right? <laughs> There's a clip of um, Christian Bale in American Psycho. Oh, with the headphones? <laughs> yeah, you see in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's, where he's listening to music or whatever, but it's the... yeah. And someone did top like a uh, top of the morning over. It just gets me going. It gets me amped. Just like seeing him go down the hallway, just so like determined. Just to, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. Hold, Hold up. up. <laughs> Let's get this shit. Let's get this. Hey. Um, it's so good, man. Yeah. I love it. Well, uh, hopefully that energized you hearing us say top of the morning like i don't take a shot every time you'll be passed out like a 10 minute mark but that would um, get you more wasted than the time that vasant and i did the glee drinking game oh god that was that is still the most i've gotten like i think i can't say it's definitely the most i've gotten wasted from like a drinking game right like no game i've played has gotten me messed up more than the glee drinking game that is the last time i've been drunk facade I mean, no, I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, that, that, that'll definitely make you not want to drink for a while. Every time, every time I have alcohol now, I get Britney Spears song playing in my head. It's ruined it for I me mean, forever. She's, oh, shout out Britney, by the way. She, she got kind of, yeah, free, yeah. right? Like her dad got suspended from it. They didn't like take her out of the, like, you know, it's weird, right? Cause it's like dad's suspended, but it's the, like someone else could theoretically come in and take over his, his his like position in that like weird conservative i don't know how that works but yeah and they also suspended uh jamie lynn i think was her yeah. like conservator or whatever it's called 
Yeah. So um, it's like a step in the right direction. So like she's pretty. It's pretty good. It's it's pretty free, which is good. I'm yeah. happy for pretty just, good. Just let her be free. Like yeah. you know, like it's just such a terrible situation yeah. for anyone to be in. Just let I will her say, to- toxic, great party song. So if you're hearing toxic yeah. while you're drinking alcohol, anyway, it's a win. But yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah. But so uh, you wanna? So when are we when are we jumping into some uh, some sports ball real quick? Uh, I know some people aren't into this, so you know. I mean, yeah, I like. Okay, you gave us the so stream. I, knew- I hope you enjoyed the first fifteen minutes. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Catch us at the end. We'll be talking about a verse. It'll be fun. Oh yeah, I can't wait to do that. It'll be fun. Um, Vasant, I want to say one thing though too. Yeah, go ahead. So I know we're gonna do like our hot NFL takes about like what's happened so far in the season. We gave okay. At some point, those takes became so stupid. I don't even know which one. Like, I don't know how well, many of them. I don't even remember any of them. I think I was wrong about like most of them anyway. So probably. Which is kind we'll of just give our opinions on everything that's going on so far. Yeah. But um, I just have to say, I would have had a really good transition if we were doing the vaccine stuff. Right. Excuse me, Dr. Pepper. You know. Comes so back good. At you. Got to save her. We're not sponsored, but we would we would love the sponsorship. Absolutely. My, I would love to this apartment literally only drinks Dr. Pepper if it's not water. Hell so. yeah. I would love to turn this podcast into from half and half podcast to Dr. Pepper presents the half and half podcast. Exactly. We can even give you an idea for a Dr. Pepper half and half drink. I don't have one. What goes mm-hmm. on with Dr. Pepper? Nothing. Because um, Dr. Pepper is great on its own. Trick question. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's right. It's like, yo, you have the new Dr. Pepper half and half? Is yeah. Dr. Pepper? Yeah. What's in it? Well, it's half Dr. Pepper and half Dr. Pepper. I can literally oh. see the marketing campaign for this. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, may I say that, Vassan, I thought of a really good uh, transition. Transition? Uh, between, like, us talking about, like, the drinking game and the vaccine talk. And I'm going to use it, even though we're going to do the NFL hot takes, okay? Yeah. So, studio audience, follow along with me here, Okay. Read the teleprompter. Yeah. Yeah. Follow along here and just like don't get lost here. You know, Vasan, mm. we really were taking a lot of shots back then, weren't we? We were. But you know who's not taking their shots? <laughs> Who? Insert name of like 30 NBA players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's going to come later. We're going to yeah. do NFL hot takes first. <laughs> Just like Ben Simmons, we're a little reluctant to take those shots, but we'll, we'll wait. Ah, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, see, that was good, Aiden. I like that. I like the shot tie-in. You know? was, was ben Simmons, is Ben Simmons uh, anti-vax? <laughs> be the first shot he wasn't afraid of. I'm just kidding. I don't know. It, no, that, that would line up with a pattern of being afraid of shots. Like, it would be like... <laughs> I mean, last I saw, he's getting fined. The Sixers aren't paying him, like, the $8 million salary he's supposed to get yep. because he didn't show up. So he doesn't yep. technically get it. So it's so funny. Anyway, we'll save that for later. But, yeah, yeah, I don't remember, like, any of the NFL hot takes we gave. I think all of them are pretty much wrong within, like, the first week. Like, I oh, think probably. we literally said the Cowboys are going to get blown out, and they definitely did not. <laughs> they did yeah, not get the- they held their own. 
and the Bucks won. Yeah, that, that was a good game, though. That was a really good game. Yeah, actually, I think most of the primetime games have been pretty good. Except yeah, because, for um, Bears-Rams? Yeah, I would say so. And Panthers-Texans. It, well, it's because Goodell's just hitting the cheating button now, you know? Yeah. Like, now the league is rigged because all the primetime games are suddenly really good. <laughs> I mean, Panthers-Texans sucked. <laughs> yeah. Panthers won, Most- it sucked because we lost like three people. <laughs> yeah, but the Panthers won. Yeah, we're three and zero. I think that's the biggest hot take. This I'm pretty sure I said we weren't going to be that good. Sam Darnold has looked pretty good, and mm-hmm. the Panthers have looked quite good on defense, especially. I'm scared though because we're playing the Cowboys this weekend. I'm like, oh, that offense is so good. That it's just setting us up. It's setting us up to essentially be like, ah, they're fraudulent three and zero. Which I'm not saying. Look, we've had an easy schedule, but like at the same time, three and zero is three and zero. Yeah, three and three and We didn't make the schedule, but they played well. I'm really happy with Matt Rolls done there. Yeah, that defense is absurd. Yes, because it's great. Bill Snow is essentially like, oh, they're young and fat. He, do you see how often they bring pressure? Not how often. Like, uh, I sent you that clip right of the David Mills sack where Hassan Reddick just comes and just crushes him. Yes, it was awesome. They do this thing essentially where like. I think I heard it on the athletic football show with Robert Mays where like what they do is like on play action, right? Like against the saints, Jameis Winston would during play action. They didn't care. They would literally send like all of the front after him. (laughs) He would turn around and there would be three Panthers right there. That's so funny. So it's like tactical blitzing where essentially like on certain plays, Phil snows, like send the house. Cause yeah, you can maybe get this guy, hit this guy open, but uh, that's if you can get the ball out. Because the idea is the route wouldn't develop far enough by the time someone comes and gets you. So it's like, I guess Mm -hmm. it's, and and also Phil Snow, like his, this is a defensive coordinator for the Panthers. His like thing is like, and you can kind of see it. His like defensive philosophy is he wanted a defense where everyone was kind of versatile. And if you look at the Panthers defense, everyone is very quick and can kind of play in a lot of spots. And that's kind of the way they've worked is they're versatile athletes that can sort of handle different that can he can apply he can like sort of deploy them differently and as like a as like a big brian burns guy it's been fantastic for the discourse to finally start respecting brian burns also big spider-man fan brian burns that's his celebration when he gets a sack so that just makes brian brian burns is a top tier nfl defender i'll say it i'll say it i don't care he's cool man like he's just dope i mean and you know what with sam darnold First of all, Adam Gay should never get a job ever again. Yeah, he's terrible. He should be exiled to the same island that Napoleon died on. Yeah. So, and I will say the, I have one critique, which I'll get to, but like, I think they've done something really nice with Sam Darnold where they've made it simple. It's like, hey Mm -hmm. man, you know what the reads are? Just go through them. And we, they, they've made it because like Sam Darnold has a lot of playmakers. DJ Moore is amazing. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, when he's healthy, is fantastic. Uh, we've got good tight end play with some of the young guys that tremble. And this is my main critique, is Robbie Anderson has not been getting involved in the offense as much as I'd like him to be, but Robbie Anderson is also quite good. So, yeah. They made it simple for him, and they're doing something the Jets never did, and maybe they couldn't do this because of how poorly coached and how bad that team was. Sam Darnold's athletic, and we're using that. Like, he's running quite a bit, actually. There's a lot of design Sam Darnold runs near the red zone that work. 
Yeah, no, definitely. He's been good. Um, he's the lead I think he's touchdowns. tied for the lead in rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he is. I don't know if that changed after Thursday, but he was going into the, mm-hmm. this week, which I think is hilarious. That's so funny. But, yeah. All My quarterback all, is still Vanilla Vic, though. You can't take that away from That's me. true. He's fast. But, like, yeah. So, all in all, as a Panthers fan, I'm, like, cautiously optimistic because I don't want to get hurt. But the stuff – like, going into the season, I even said, like, the defense is what I'm looking forward to. I'm super bummed out that J.C. Horn broke his foot because he was playing really mm. well. Yeah. Under the radar, by the way, because during one of the games, the commentator literally said, oh, teams don't want to throw at him. I'm like, he's a fucking rookie. Are you serious? I mean, that's good, but it's also like, damn, they're scared of him already. But, yeah, man. Uh, and McCaffrey's hamstring sucks. At least it's only a hamstring. So, and they, they're saying he could be back the next game, not the Cowboys game. But, yeah. Yeah, it's been a pretty, you know, as a Panthers fan, it's just nice because, like, yeah, like, people are going to say, oh, you're playing a bunch of bogus teams. Sure. But – there's actually something to be excited for because there's like young talent everywhere. And Sam Darnold could have a bad game. And when that happens, it's like, Oh, it's a Sam Darnold game. But I don't think anyone predicted him to be this good three games. in. So I got no complaints really. All right. So on my side, dumb decisions, but that's all. Okay. You can go. I don't want to talk about my football team. Yeah. And you know, I'll say this. (laughs) It's not Daniel Jones's fault. No. And that's a shame. You know, I think it's Joe Judge's fault. I like I don't know who to blame yet. I, I'll have like, to see this continue to play out. Dog, y'all but have Kadarius. Been... How many passes have you thrown at Kadarius Tony? Like two. Wait, to who? Kadarius, the rookie. Like he barely gets oh, any barely like, anything targets, which is stupid because don't two of the receivers have concussions? <laughs> well, I'll say this. I mean, yeah, but what I'll say is this much. It's becoming very clear that Jason Garrett is not the offensive coordinator of the future. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Who would have expected that? Yeah. I feel – I can't – so, like, I haven't been watching a lot of them, their games. I've been watching Red Zone and the Giants games yeah. come on every so now. And uh, is Saquon still looking, like, rusty? Like, is it injury rust? Or do you think it's just, like, he's not going to have the same burst anymore type? He's still looking rusty. I want to believe it's injury rust, and I do think it really is. But he's looking better and better each week. Okay, so that's good. So if there's progression, then that might just mean he's kind of. Yeah. It, he, he could completely, like, bottom out against the Saints this week. That's really possible. And, like, maybe I'll be wrong. But he has looked like he's progressed. Yeah. I just feel bad for Daniel Jones because I don't think he's been playing bad. I think he had some miscues, miscues against Denver, but that's a good defense. But since that game, I think he's been fine. I think Daniel Jones has been on the upper half quarterbacks in this season. Yeah. And that's Especially so again. sad. And as a member of the Slayton Hive, that game against Washington was rough. That drop was bad. <sighs> Killed me, man. It was a little long, but you got to catch that. And Dexter Lawrence throwing the game away, too, by jumping off sides when he literally did not need to. Also, shout out Graham Gano. He had like 25 fantasy points. <laughs> yeah, Graham Gano's the man. He's awesome. He had a, he he's, had a great he's the only thing. That gives, that gives me hope. Because I'm like, if we get in field goal range, we're scoring. <laughs> How's Kenny Galladay been? Uh, kind of disappointing. Yeah, but, I saw like they weren't throwing him the ball very much either. Yeah, but I was going to say, he's been kind of disappointing. But what he's also done has opened up Shep. And Sterling Shepard's looked really good after that. Did he get concussed again? Yeah, I oh think. That poor guy. He's going to be out of the league. He did get hurt. I forget what it was, but he did get hurt. 
I hope it's on a concussion just because he's had so many of those already. Yeah, no. But, so yeah. I don't want to talk too much about my team because it makes me sad. Okay. All cool, I'll say, uh, the defense has been super disappointing. And Blake Martinez is hurt now too, and he was our best defensive player. He's a tackle and he, machine. Yeah, and by hurt, I mean he tore his ACL. Oh, that sucks, dude. I, I'm a, I'm a, I, I like Blake Martinez. I think he got a lot of shit in yeah. Green Bay, but I like the guy. Yeah, he does and struggle he in coverage like a bit. Good pass it. Yeah. But he, the thing last year and even like this season, his pass coverage was improved. Like he's so improved like, on the weak part of. He's game. in a better scheme for him, but I don't know. Yeah. Also, like, I'm trying to. Should... Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. No, you're you good. Got. No, you got. Well, what were you gonna say about the defense? I feel like your defense has been like inconsistent. Like some like defense has like, been trash. <laughs> yeah, but I want because I, I was pulling up as I had my predictions for like division winners and stuff. So uh, we'll stick NFC right. So for the South, I think the Bucks are still gonna win the division. I know technically the Panthers are the best team in the NFC South right now. <laughs> Keep pounding, but the Bucks yeah. are like a buzzsaw. Like yeah. legitimately, I think they are weak on the back end. The pass defense is bad, and they got Richard Sherman to hopefully help with that. But the Bucks are the Bucks; like they're just inevitable. You know, you can't stop Tom Brady. Not at this point. So the Bucks for the South, I think we'd both agree on that. Yeah. Um, my East prediction was Washington, but then Ryan Fitzpatrick like busted his hip. So. Yeah. We them boys. It's the Cowboys. I mean, it's Heineke's not even been bad. That defense has been super underwhelming. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Washington's defense should be much better than it is, considering all the draft capital in that front they were seven. Great last. They were pretty yeah. fucking good last year, but they're not. The, the Bills hung, what, 41 on them? Yeah, no, it was not even close. And even man. the Giants, you guys were having, you guys were getting, it was pretty yeah. easy. It looked pretty easy for y'all. Yeah, it was really easy to score on them. It's just that Taylor Heineke played the game of his life against us, too. So, and the defense completely fell apart. And, ta- and Slayton dropped a touchdown. We'd be one and two, man. We'd be one game out first place, man. One <laughs> game out. I hate my life. Yeah. Also, speaking of the East, um, also, I'll say this. Um, credit for Cowboys success. I'm not giving it to Mike McCarthy. I'm sorry. No, I'm not either. I'm giving that credit I, back. Kellen Moore. Good offensive yeah. play call. Really good offensive yeah. play call. They run so many different sets on offense. They run empty. They run, they run like kind of everything, right? There's play action. There's empty. There's all sorts of different variations. Mostly because, look, Dak looks amazing. <laughs> He's looked really yeah. good. And CeeDee Lamb has looked really The whole Dallas offense, which has always kind of been something that, like, it's like, okay, when are they going to? They've been good. And Trevon Diggs, right? Is it Trevon Diggs? Yes. Interceptions on interceptions. Monster. That's the thing too. The defense, defense is no longer historically bad. Like it's, they're okay. It's, they're okay. Like I, the parts of the defense are really good. Parts of it are like meh. But you know, the only real negative for the Cowboys is fucking Lael Collins bribing the drug. <laughs> yes, that was awesome. A member of the Cowboys was getting suspended for failing a drug test, and he, then he tried to bribe the drug tester, <laughs> which did not work. Can't do that, man. That's against the rules. Yeah. And you know what? 
Zeke's looked okay. The first game they barely ran the ball, so I don't even think that was a fair. Yeah, because Mike Mike McCarthy for some reason hates Ezekiel Elliott, and also Zeke he loves blocking. using Zeke Tony was blocking Pollard. well. Zeke was blocking yeah. well. I do like the two headed running back because I think especially against the Eagles, you saw it because Zeke was getting more carries and Zeke looked good. Yeah, and the two headed monster is a good system because I think with Zeke you have to watch the mileage. So yeah. So we're in agreement on Bucks and the Washington football team take is already aged horribly, and it's definitely the Cowboys, unless they choke, yeah. which they have. The West, I'm going with the Rams. They look amazing. Um, the Rams look incredible. Matt Stafford, Super Bowl year. Let's do it. He's having so much fun. It's, it's so, so clear. Awesome. I'm so happy yeah. for him. Cooper Cup, who was already really good, is now, like, really, 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 really good. <laughs> like, Look, Vasanth, I told you what's up over there, right? <laughs> All the Robert Woods fantasy owners are claiming racism. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. I told you what's up. Matt Stafford and, and Cooper Cup are saving the quarterback and wide receiver position for the white man right now. <laughs> oh, dude, against the Bucks, Cooper Cup had some legitimately insane routes. Like some of these routes yeah. I've never seen before. Like he had one, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. I forget. I think Aikman's doing that game, right? He's talking about where like, I think he's running like a comeback, right? But mm-hmm. like, he like it's one of those where like you go out and then you go back in right yeah he goes out in back out or something like he does like three moves essentially and it works because the rams o-line has also been pretty good so they have time and then cooper comes out here doing like triple moves if you can look if you have time to do a triple move you're it's gonna be tough for a db to guard a triple move here's what here's what i want to say about the rams right they can't run the ball by the way they can't run the door no no but the thing I have to say about the Rams, they are incredibly good for a team that hasn't had like a first round pick in like three years, right? Yeah, they're really and good. That's because they've made the right trades, the right signings, and they've and the drafted defense looks incredibly amazing. well. Defense still looks yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, they've drafted incredibly well too, even without that first round pick. Yeah. Um, like Cup is a great example. He's not a high draft pick. He's a no, pretty no. low one, actually. Yeah. So – what I kind of want to say about that is the Rams are so good, but they're also lightning in a bottle. And I could see a bunch of NFL teams trying to like copy their method and like trade and picks and things like that. And just but like the Rams, completely misunderstanding why they're good. Yeah. The Rams also have just a great system in place, yeah. right? They have a great coach. They have a, they have yeah. great coaches across that staff. Yeah. So like, you can't just spend all the money, build your team, and then not have good coaching. Even with the Bucks, yeah, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. And that's the thing, too. Like, you can't do what the Bucks did because not everyone's Tom Brady. But Bruce no. Arians is a really good coach. Uh, who's yeah. a defensive coordinator? Uh, defensive coordinator is um, Todd Bowles, right? Bowles, yeah. yeah. Bowles is a good D coordinator. Left, which is a good OC. So, like, they have all of these pieces. And also, the Bucks had the talent. Mike Evans was already there. Chris Godwin was already there. Yep. Bidavea, like, you know. So I think Rams is my pick, and I'm pretty happy with that. The only thing with the West is the West is still the best division to me. Yeah. Even though Seattle's been weirdly disappointing. That's honestly not too surprising to me. They looked like they were on a downward trajectory. But, like, what's been the problem? Is it the defense? I guess it's the defense. I don't know. Because Russell Wilson's been pretty good, I'd say. Yeah, it's the defense is just still so spotty, and the O-line's still just garbage. So, yeah, yeah, it's hard then, to win with that combo. 
the Cardinals, Kyler Murray's looked really good. I think the Jags game yeah. is part of the, the, the bit of a down game, but still good. Uh, and then the Niners, I'm just confused. What are we doing at quarterback? Like, I'm so confused. I think they're good. Why I are they randomly bringing in Trey Lance? Like, I get it, but also but there's no point to me. Um, like, weird, I don't know. Like, but... one off, like, the first game, he comes in and throws a five-yard touchdown. I got well, it a here's little what I would more in the Packers game, right, where he runs for one. That made a little more sense because he's athletic. He can run. But, like, I don't know. It's weird. You know what's What's going on here is Shanahan knows that like offensive uh, awards are so like QB friendly and all these rookie quarterbacks, (laughs) all these rookie quarterbacks have stunk on ice, which is something we can talk about in a sec too, how bad the rookie class looked. Um, So he knows if I bring Trey Lance in as a gadget player, hey, might win rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah. It, the thing, and I think you saw it against the Packers. They can't push the ball downfield great with Jimmy. Jimmy's not been bad, but he can't push the ball downfield very well. Against the Packers, no. they try it, and guess what happens? Jair Alexander comes over and picks it off. Which, by the way, yeah. that was a super impressive play. He, like, ran from the other side of the field. But Yeah, yeah. They're already kind of deep shot averse with Jimmy that I think it's just weird. Like I'm very confused with their, uh, their offense set up. Jimmy G is a good quarterback. I want to say that he is a good quarterback, but with the scheme that Shanahan wants to run at this point, I don't know if he's the right fit. And I think they know that too, but they also know that Trey's not a fine quarterback. Like if you have a good system and you just need a guy who can kind of keep you steady, he's fairly decent at that. I mean, this is going to be like a super obvious thing to say, but he'd be a great fit somewhere like New England. He, him and Matt Jones's ceiling is Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I think it's lower. I think it's AJ McCarron. How dare you? He's been the best rookie quarterback, Aiden. Not really. He still stinks. He like, was up until good. he was up until that Saints game. Yeah, but he was averaging like three yards in attempt. <laughs> they cannot throw the ball downfield with him. Yeah. Is you know I here let's just do it let's just do do a gauntlet of like the other uh, the other divisions real quick. Okay. The North, I picked the Vikings, who have finally righted the ship, but I don't know how that's gonna go because they look amazing on offense. But who's the the Packers? The Packers are probably the Packers looked bad one week and then they've looked good the rest. Yeah, it's the Packers division to lose. By the way, keep talking. I'm listening. I'm just closing my door. Aaron Rodgers literally had. 30 seconds left to win a game on Sunday, and I was like, yeah, he's probably going to get the field goal. Yeah, they, that was literally just you left him too much time. That throw, that <laughs> first throw to Devontae is insane because it's just, just high enough. Man. Right? It's like the touch is great. Yeah, so in the North, I picked the Vikings. They picked, they fixed it. They also are a field goal away from being 2-1, and one, but or like yeah. going to overtime or whatever it was. So uh, the AFC the South, I think that's the Titans division to lose. That division's terrible. Yeah, terrible division all across the board. I think combined, the other three teams have one win, and it's Houston, You're beat Jacksonville. <laughs> yep. You are correct. Um, the East, the Bills should have that one under lock. The Dolphins, Tua getting hurt is not good at yep. all. They look bad when and hurt. They played scrappy against the Raiders. I'll give them credit, but. They didn't even – the offense didn't even look that good with Tua at the helm. 
it was just one game though, and then against the dude against the Bills, that hit he took was nasty. Oh yeah, yeah, he got like, murdered. I don't even blame him for that. Like he literally had no chance. Yeah, he got murdered, man. Yeah, so hopefully he's healthy soon. The Dolphins aren't going to be able to beat them, and then the Jets are terrible, and the Patriots are probably going to be mid. Um, yeah. Then we have the North. I picked the Browns, and honestly, feel pretty good about that one so far. I think they're all like in a three-way. Well, technically, the Bengals are in the lead because they're three and one, and because yeah. they played yesterday. Which shout out the Bengals for being three and one. But I think the Browns, they've looked good, right? Yeah. Um, the Chiefs game, that's a game that they should win. They made two mistakes, the fumble and the punt. Yep. The Ravens are like a – the Ravens are only second because that wide receiver core needs to be better. I think Lamar's been Absolutely. really good. I think Justin Tucker continues to be amazing. That 66-yarder is the coolest shit ever. That was ridiculous, man. That was incredible. It's a walk-off NFL record. But, yeah, man, I can't – I can't, you know – and I'm not going to get too into this, but the Steelers are bad. And there's, like, one big reason why, and it's Ben. Ben has been god-awful through three games. It's really funny that you said big reason. because Yeah, big man. But, like, man. <laughs> I was talking to Elisa about this. I can't even judge anyone else. The offensive line has been inconsistent and not good, but I think it's also a new line with a bunch of young people. So I think that's kind of expected, right? Yeah. But I can't even judge the receiving core on the Steelers because I, I feel bad for all of them. Well, they're they're in a situation now where they have this old guy at quarterback who's just not really like getting it done. He's been like bad. even if like was that he's been bad against the Bengals. I, Twenty targets to the running back, really. Well, here's what I would say. Okay, he may be bad to all of you guys, but as a Najee Harris fantasy owner, he's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> I love Najee. I think he's going to be great once the yeah. other line is a little better because he's had issues running mostly because he's getting hit at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. But, dude, 20 targets to the running back. He was their leading receiver against the Bengals. The funniest one in their game. Was the fourth and, last it's week. the fourth and 10. It's the fourth and 10. Yeah. Fourth and 10, just tossing it off to Najee like before the line of scrimmage. It was so funny. You know what's funny? Last year, you and me shit on Dwayne Haskins because he did the same thing in yep. like a third and goal, goal to go situation. And Ron Rivera yep. benched him after that. Yes. And obviously, Ben has got legacy, but dude, he has been. Chase Claypool's what, 6'5 or something? Yeah. You have a 6'5, like tight end receiver hybrid. He's a receiver, but he's got tight end size and yeah. receiver speed. You know how many good deep shots you could take with him? None. Because Just throw ben it up can, and pray. Ben can't do it. Juju is really tough, right? And I think he's good on slants. You can at least run a crossing route with him. Can't even do that. No. And also, Deontay got hurt in a meaningless play against uh, the Raiders, which is stupid. Mm -hmm. And the Steelers have kind of fucked themselves up because they were just kind of kicking the can on replacing Ben. There's not a single quarterback on that roster who I think can replace him. Mason Rudolph is terrible. Join Haskins is not good. Dobbs is a really good person, but I don't think he's a good quarterback. So. Go sign Cam Newton, question mark? But Yeah, but they're not going to replace Ben. Not this season. They're not. So, if you're a Steelers fan, this year is kind of lost. Because until – and look, the make or break Unless... thing for Ben is Sunday. Because Sunday, they play the afternoon primetime game in Green Bay against another old quarterback who's looked good aside from the first game of the year. Sam, but you know what I have to say here, though? Hmm. We're so used to Ben napping through the first half and then coming alive in the second, right? 
Yeah, that division what is if, too good for you to do that. But what if he's treating the season this way? The first half <laughs> of the season or the entire season? The entire first half of the season. Just napping. Yeah, Team winds dude. up being like, you know, three and four. Dude, he is. And then they just pop off. I know, but like, and the defense has slipped because of injury. And they're not playing just as well as they were last year, but that's what sucks is the defense slipping even a little meant this team wasn't going to be good. They only won the first game because of their defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, defense kept them in it. Yeah, dude, and those, those two picks were pathetic. One of them yeah, went straight bad. to a linebacker, and the other one, he was falling. And this ain't young Ben. Young Ben could chuck it and be falling, old Ben could not chuck it and be falling. Ben doesn't realize. I, I okay. I bet he's realizing now. It it's time to hang him up. You, you're not going to go much longer, man. I think the Steelers just they and they need to figure out who's the succession plan. And you know, like, and Elisa says this as jokes, right? Because like Aaron was on Pat McAfee talking about how Pittsburgh's a great city. He loves Mike Tomlin. And yeah, I know Aaron's probably leaving next year, but like Pittsburgh cannot bank on getting. Also, Aaron's great, but you guys, they have everyone else on their roster is fairly. That offense is young. I think Juju is like the oldest offensive skill position player, mm-hmm. right? So you can't, you got to get a new quarterback and you got to get a younger quarterback and you're probably going to have to go draft one. And that sucks. Cause I think this next draft class is terrible for quarterbacks. I mean, you could go for Aaron in the off season, but I think um, if Deshaun Watson is not a dolphin by the end of the season, which I don't even know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Could you imagine I training for him Miami. and then he goes to jail? <laughs> yeah. He, that storyline has Miami's quietly kind of Aaron. like slid away, but it's a big thing. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Stuff. Um, and I was like the AFC North alone. Uh, look, and honestly, if you're a Steelers fan, I know it sucks, but that team has been like the creme de la crop of that division for a while. So, also, you play in a tough division. It's okay. That's and why also, it's the Bengals division now. <laughs> I'm changing my take. Uh, I said Ben was the third best quarterback because I didn't know what Joe Burrow would look like. Uh, Joe Burrow has had one bad game, but Ben is the worst quarterback in the AFC North. I'm going to just say that now. Joe Burrow is better than Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I would go with that too. Because at first I was like, I'm going to keep it because Joe Burrow had the three interception game, but he's looked fine since then. That game was bad, but other those other their three wins, he's looked really good at. So, yeah. Sorry, Steelers fans. I know terrible towels and all that. And then what? What am I missing? Is that all the AFC, AFC West? Oh, Broncos and Raiders and Chargers and the last place Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm not even feeling bad about the Chiefs pick because uh, I don't know. They, I guess they turn it around, right? They can't. Because these are all the, the games they've lost were like winnable. The Chargers game, don't turn the ball over four times. And also Mahomes, Mahomes has to play better. I think Mahomes has played, for his standards, not that good. He's played good by regular standards. But dude, two picks against the Chargers. The first one is stupid. The no look, yeah. I get it hit the receiver in the hands. Why are you no look passing in that point? You know what I mean? No, definitely. It was a little dumb. Just dumb. And even the Kelsey pick is just, that's a bad throw. He sails the throw. And then mm-hmm. against the Ravens, the one pick, don't throw that. <laughs> just sometimes just take the sack. <laughs> he just needs to take sacks sometimes. He, legit, he, he was falling and he just threw it up there. Because he, I mean, he's I so... To- gifted right that he can get away with yeah it. but i think sometimes you have to kind of read the room and be like you know what there's no point trying to make a play in this case 
Because they were winning that game, too, when he threw that pick. He didn't need to do that. Yeah. I hate to say this, though, because short kings love short kings, but Clyde edwards Flair did fumble away that second game. Yeah, and I frankly think he's not been that good this year. Yeah, um, it's a shame. Short kings support short like kings, him. though. Now, I will say this, though. My favorite – and I've, I've made I've, – I'm announcing it on the show – because, like, you know, my NFC team is my boys, my Panthers, right? But, like, I got to have mm-hmm. an AFC team. And, like, the Steelers are, like, you know, I'm dating Elisa. So, like, the Steelers, I pay attention to them anyway. But, like, honestly, like, you it was, like. One sec. Mm-hmm. This is why you're a sim. I'm not done. If I was dating an Eagles fan, I'd be ruthless. I wouldn't care. I mean, we're at different conferences. But I will say, <laughs> like. And this is not like like, and I know this feels. It is maybe a little bit of a bandwagon pick. I'm not gonna lie. But last year, I got really into this team, and I was like following. Like I was like I like listen to a lot of stuff about like what they're doing well and all that stuff. And this year, they've looked pretty good. Chargers are my AFC team. They're just too cool. The jerseys, sick. Herbert, I love the guy. He's like an introvert, but he's also like a fucking demon at like six yeah. six or whatever he is. Like he's huge. I love it. The Chargers are just cool. So. I like the chart. Dude, Herbert is a fucking monster. The dude Herbert's been, awesome. He started the year out slow, and he still looked amazing. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Which, look, you know my AFC boys are the Dolphins and the Browns, too. I like the Browns. But the Dolphins are, like, my number one AFC team. Yeah. But, yeah. but the, Brandon Staley has done an amazing job so far. So, yeah. Anyway. That is all the NFL divisions. Uh, is there anything else left? I don't even know what how much we're probably talked about. I what's I start talking to, about? But we're up to 49 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, man. When I get talking about sports, I like especially like with the NFL, what I really like is there's less games than the NBA, so it's easier for me to keep up with everything. Yeah. So so how about to pivot to this? All right, we'll get to the shots. You know, talk about the NBA and the shots. Shot, 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 shot. Shot, 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 and uh, we'll cut. We'll, we'll cap it off with the Eminem, just like we uh, planned. Yeah, we'll lot about like twenty five minutes for the NBA and then ten minutes for Eminem because we'll just read Eminem's verse and talk yeah. about it. The yeah, so let's get right into it. The uh, Cole Beasley Award. Which you only give out once because we never did it again. Um, goes to the the minority of NBA players who are not vaccinated, and it also goes to those who are defending them, even if you are vaccinated. I'm looking at you, Draymond Green. Shout Ted Cruz, baby. <laughs> Dog, if I did something and then my homeboy sent me a tweet and said, "Yo, Ted Cruz fucking with you," I'd immediately regret what I did. <laughs> Immediately just undo it. Yeah, you'd be like, yo, Ted Cruz is on your side, man. I'd be like, the Zodiac killer? (laughs) I'd retire. I'd be like, I'm not playing basketball anymore. Like, didn't you kill, like, 20 people? Actually, no, there's two parts of me, right? One part of me would undo what I did. The other part of me would double down so I could get my GOP bid once I retire. Mm. You want to be like Herschel Walker running for the Senate, right? (laughs) Man, Herschel Walker, man, what the fuck, dude? Hirsch has always been uh, this way. I mean, he's always had these uh, beliefs. So I'll, I'll say this. He's not a sellout. He's just, he's just an idiot. I'm just kidding. I don't know. You can I mean, he, like does say some, he does say some. He does say some. His son is hilarious. 
Who's this song? Have you seen Christian Walker before? Christian Walker. It's Christian Walker. I'll have to send you some clips, dude. Because you're going to be so confused. He's a baseball player, but I don't think that's who you're talking nope. about. That's a different guy. <laughs> we'll talk about him later, Vasab. Uh, no time on the podcast to explain that one. Christian Walker is just so interesting. It's just so funny. Ah, an openly gay son of a super duper conservative. Yeah, but he's also super duper conservative. Oh no. He calls the uh, pride flag ghetto. Good lord. Yeah. Ah, he pursued a career in amateur cheerleading. That's cool. Yeah. He also anyway. probably thinks that gay people shouldn't marry, even though he's gay. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, what a mind fuck. Anyway, yeah, so the NBA wild. going, I think they're up to 95%. So good job, NBA. NBA going into the season, 90% vaccinated, which is pretty good, right? I think the NFL was higher, I heard, going into the year. Is it really? I don't know. I think what happens, and we're seeing this with the NBA, is your perception gets kind of distorted because the people who aren't vaccinated are really loud about it. Yeah. Anti-vaxxers are so loud. <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem, right? Like, you know, in the NFL, you think about it, there's more players in the NFL, right? So Yeah. Um, but so the NBA, train, media day came up, and the popular question that got thrown around at media day was, are you vaccinated? What's your vaccination status? Um, I would like to commend uh, some of the star players. Like I, and, like, I respect that, like, you know, someone like Giannis was like, you know, I have, I have a family. I've I have two kids. I'm going to have two kids now. I have to be responsible. John Morant, same thing. I have a daughter. Can't bring it back to her. Got to be responsible. Absolutely. And like, you might, and look, I'm not going to see here. Look, whatever reason you need to get vaccinated, I'm happy with it. Like, if your reasoning is like, it's not about me, it's about my kids, I can respect that. Cause that's like, that's like just you being a good parent, which I respect. Mm-hmm. Um, Lillard said like the same kind of stuff. And then he said, like, if people want to do their own research, that's their thing. That's fine. And the thing is, if people were doing their own research in, like, good faith, yeah, like, that's much more... Agree- I don't disagree with his statement. The problem is just, like, people aren't doing good faith research, right? No, people are doing confirmation bias. I'm honestly on either side, but the thing is, the one side has science on its side. Yeah. So it's easier to, like, find valid confirmation bias. Yeah, now the side that's on science that, like, that inflate success numbers or, like, they, like, they don't present things in the right context in regards to how dangerous this is. You don't need to fear tactic people into doing stuff because that just kind of kills your credibility because there is science that's not fear tactic based that is credible that does prove that you should get vaccinated. But those people aren't as loud, right? The loud ones are the anti-vaxxers. So. No, definitely there's a couple that stand out uh Kyrie Irving Jonathan Isaac Bradley Beal among others and also Aiden and I's favorite whipping boy Kyle Kuzma had a very dumb tweet hey what was his tweet again something about like do people not care about HIPAA violations or something? oh yeah god Kyle he Kuzma also said something about like, you're never listening to this. Kyle Kuzma, you're never listening to this. Listen, you're gonna make more money than I ever will. You're a professional basketball player. I am not. You are dumb as fuck. <laughs> Dude, Kuzma sucks. He's just, and he's Wizards fans are not happy to have you. And they're Wizards fans. 
Oh, yeah, how do you wind up on the Wizards? Did the Lakers just let him go? Yeah, the Lakers traded him for he was in the Westbrook trade. That's so funny. Oh my god. Anyway. Dude, Kuzma, for one thing, is not that good of a basketball player. And two, is just insufferable. Like, I just yeah. cannot stand him. He tweeted that like he was onto something. Like he really yeah. broke the code. Also, you cannot violate you disclosing your own health is not a HIPAA violation. Because what fucking no. sense would that make? And someone is allowed to ask you the question. That's not a HIPAA violation either. Yeah. The rudimentary understanding that I have is that a HIPAA violation is something that only a doctor can commit, by the way. A regular person cannot commit a HIPAA violation. Yes, exactly. Someone had a tweet where they're like, I was more annoyed when people didn't know what a HIPAA violation. They still don't know what it is, but now they know what the word is, and that makes it worse. (laughs) Uh, Nah, dude. They... Like, okay, Kuzma's an idiot. We've known this. You know I've hated Kyle Kuzma for years. We were watching the Lakers Heat Finals, and Aiden was just ragging on Kyle every single chance he got. It was so funny. God, I hate him. He's just, he's like one of my least favorite players. He just seems like such a jerk. Um, And like, also like, thinks he's like a superstar, you know? He definitely thinks he's smart. I'll say that. Yes. Um, so that I was think Kyle he Kuzma. thinks he's like a real star of the game too, which is really funny. That was called barely a role player. Um, and then Kyrie's just come on, dude. Kyrie has transcended. Okay, he's above <laughs> our understanding now, and I love him for it. Also, like, um. He, I think, and I saw like a report this thing like Durant, who is vaccinated, is like, hey, yo, get vaccinated because because of like local, like city state rules, Kyrie could not play in Brooklyn Nets home games because of what yep. New York has with vaccine mandates for the athletes, I guess, yep. right? And someone pointed out if let's say the Nets and the Lakers go to the finals, which is like the popular pick, he couldn't play because Los Angeles has the same thing, so he just couldn't play. Jeez, man. Imagine paying that much money to someone to only show up half of the time for work. Yeah. And even I mean, then, that's for what him, Kyrie Irving does anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's being stupid. And like, that Rolling Stones article that came out where his aunt got interviewed asking about his vaccine status, and she called Dr. Fauci, Dr. Falsy. That's not a burn. Yeah. Just like, I thought that was pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was heat. Yeah, Kyrie, it's just funny to me because imagine being a net like Danny and I were having this conversation. Imagine being a Nets fan and you don't get to watch the big three play together because Kyrie just doesn't get vaccinated. Yeah, no, I know. It's just so funny. It is amazing to me. Like, I think at this point, my favorite player on the Nets is James Harden. Durant. <laughs> I might be a Durant too. I mean, Durant. Okay, Katie's amazing. Like, he's an amazing player. Katie's my favorite just because, like, I have to respect it. Have to. Yeah. For me, I, Harden's insane. Like, he's Harden's funny to me because I don't know if you saw a tweet referred to him as 4PF Harden. Wait, was it? So there was a tweet where Meek Mill's album came out at midnight, right? And there was like a tweet from like a hip hop website. It might have been Double XL, I don't remember, saying like 4PF Harden. You know, says Meek Mill's album is really good, and a lot of people are making fun of the fact that they called him 4PF, and I'm like stupid, so I'm like, what the fuck is 4PF mean? 4PF is Lil Baby's label. So, oh god, they're calling. They called him 4PF, Arden, because this motherfucking Lil Baby are so tight. 
that's so stupid are you it's kidding funny me? it's funny though to me i think it's hilarious because yeah. i don't it's not like hard it's calling himself 4pf hard it's yeah. just so wait, little baby has his own label now it's his it might not be his own label but maybe it's like his own sort of like collective right that kind of ex- it's like how yeah, tde is on, on interscope yeah it's like maybe how like tde is on interscope maybe it's sort of like his yeah. group within the larger group but i just think it's funny that that's that funny yeah, no, but Harden, like, at this Harden probably didn't even need the vaccine. He's been out and about going, he's been doing a lot of shit, man. I, he, he's got antibodies for things I don't even know. About. James Harden is the vaccine. <laughs> you have to realize. <laughs> he is the prophet. <laughs> um, Harden is the truth, man. I love James Harden. That, like, I, I know scumbag nature is yeah. the funniest shit about him to me. That's why I love him. He's so entertaining. He's such, he's just so. Like everything he does is just so weird. I like I'll never understand him, and I love him. Yeah, he yeah, but like Kyrie, Jonathan Isaac. Um, so he didn't kneel for the anthem during the bubble and the BLM stuff, which you can have your reasons for that, right? But yeah, reasons were a bit have to do that. Reasons like, were a bit spotty, though, because when asked about it, he claimed religious reasons, and then he wouldn't explain mm-hmm. any further, which I think is kind of weird. But okay. yeah. He's been talking a lot about the vaccine and yeah. morons like Will Kane, who's now on Fox, former ESPN. Um, it's like Jonathan Isaac speaks about this more intellectually than anyone. No, he doesn't. Just because, first of all, I don't know if that's like your racism showing that you're surprised like a black person can speak properly because that's fucked up. But on so like good job if you're just accidentally being racist. But on yeah. top of that, just because he is speaking clearly and he's using sentences and explaining himself does not mean what he is saying is anything smarter than like what anyone else who yeah, actually no, he's knows still wrong. Like, it's and I believe his mom is a doctor, but okay, that doesn't mean anything to me. Doc, there are yeah. doctors who do, who disagree with a lot of things. There's people in fields who are not going to agree with the majority opinion. But there is more evidence supporting what a majority of doctors say than what, like, your handful of doctors say. So I think I'm going to go with that. And Jonathan Isaac, yeah. the minute he started talking about how, like, following, like, Trump's COVID stuff and, like, the stuff that, like, Fox brings up was, like, you know, like, he was, like, saying, like, the stuff from that camp is what helped, like, guide his decision making. I'm like, okay, then what are we talking about? <laughs> I think Kofi, was- shout out. Shout out Kofi. I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, but shout out Kofi who tweeted, "This is why this motherfucker is annoying or something." Because like he like he like tried to host like a sermon for his team, and a bunch of them did show up because they thought it was weird. <laughs> Brutal man. They thought it was corny, so they didn't show. I was just gonna say, my man's loading up websites like Gateway Pundit and like going like, "This is my source," you know. Yeah, Jonathan Isaac's definitely the probably the most deep web of any of the NBA players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, it's nuts. And then Bradley Beal. This one was really disappointing just because I like Bradley Beal. I like Bradley Beal too. It's a shame. Bradley Beal saying, Why get the vaccine if you can get COVID anyway? Shout out to Danny, by the way. Danny was on point this week. Great analogies. Uh, he gave, Danny gave the example, why wear a bulletproof vest? Because it doesn't stop all the bullets. Or why wear a seatbelt? Because it won't stop you from getting injured in a car crash. That's like I just want to say that Bradley Beal's explanation there sounds like a Sigma grind set meme. It does sound like a Sigma grind set meme. Like music kicks in. 
Passant, I don't know how much you feel like editing this one, but feel free to grab that like Sigma grind set song as I say this next thing. Uh-huh. Why get the coronavirus vaccine when you can just get COVID? Hashtag Sigma grind set. Hashtag, hashtag passive male. income. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag real estate. Hashtag crypto. Hashtag uh, Robin Hood. no woman, no lie. Hashtag uh, my wife left me. <laughs> hashtag easy is the go um anyway. <laughs> yeah so it hashtag don the album of the year <laughs> someone pointed this out as this shouldn't be surprising because bradley beale's wife and this one probably this one might upset you more because you're more of a baseball guy than me. yeah so essentially suggested that hank aaron died because he got the covid vaccine like a little before that's like so a, stupid oh, was it like maybe i think you probably heard this conspiracy anyway like he got it like the week yeah. he died or a week before or something yeah hank aaron was also like already like 80 some years old wheelchair ridden and just already had a bunch of health care problems i just or not health care health problems yeah. and like that was such a dumb thing to say in like the so wake of stupid, like an iconic baseball player passing away. Truly There's an no iconic evidence. baseball player, right? Like one of the best. Yeah. He, he's arguably the greatest ever. He's one yeah. of the ones that like you could make a solid case for the greatest ever. Him, Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, even Shohei Otani. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shohei, look, when it's all said and done, if he keeps up even like 85% of this, like consistently, you know? He's winning MVP over Vlad, even though I like Vlad. Honestly, I wouldn't be. I like Vlad too, but Shohei's got this. Anyway. He's, he's just been incredible. Yeah. Um, Bradley Beal, that was just so disappointing, man. Yeah, no, that was so sad, man. And, you know, there's another group of people, and I'll make it quick. I know we've, we've, this is going to be long, but whatever. We've been gone, so enjoy it. Um, I'm really upset. By like the stuff like like the LeBron stuff, right? Where he said like he got it, like he was skeptical at first and he got it, but then he kept saying, like, oh, this isn't like any of the other issues I speak up about. This is a personal thing, personal thing. I've heard this over and over again. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown has said the same thing. I'm 90% sure Jalen Brown is vaccinated. I don't know he's one of your favorite boys, but I hope to God Jalen Jason Brown Tatum is because <laughs> Jason Tatum straight up said he was. So yeah, because Jason Tatum was using an inhaler for months after getting COVID. I'm sure yeah. he doesn't want to go through that again. And Jalen's, like, a smart guy. So I yeah. think he is. But, like, look, I understand, on one hand, that's the media answer. Luca, even, Luca for some reason, said, I'm vaccinated, but that's private, which I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe he's, like, I don't know. Someone said, like, someone watched the clip and said it felt like he said, I'm vaccinated, and then realized he's supposed to say the media answer, which is private, because teams Uh, probably want you to say that, because that way you're not throwing anyone under the bus, or you're not putting pressure on a teammate. I get that part of it. But, like, the LeBron sentiment, and Draymond Green, who, by the way, has one of the dumbest takes on, like, what the WNBA needs to do to be successful. A league that, by the way, is, I know it's smaller, 99% of people vaccinated, including staff. And they've had like That's no COVID impressive. issues really, I think at all. Um, what? Listen um, here. Yeah. Real quick, what was Draymond's advice for the WNBA? Draymond essentially suggested that like the women need to push the league more, even though they were already pushing it. <laughs> and he was like, and I, all the women were like, "Yeah, sorry, we're asking for the support of our colleagues in other sports and industry." Like the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that's insane. 
Um, Draymond Green, first of all, before I say anything, if you're listening to this too, I don't care. I'm being bad. Draymond Green, you accidentally sent the entire world a picture of your penis on Snapchat (laughs) because you posted it to your story. So shut up. Dude, that was so funny when you did that. During the Olympics, Draymond. (laughs) Um athlete he suggested like so a player might have to miss games because he chose not to get vaccinated right mm-hmm. he compared because andrew wiggins is on his team someone who tried to apply a religious exemption and it failed um man he suggested that a player missing time because he chose not to get vaccinated is akin to a player missing time because his wife is in labor so yeah well you tell me how that's the same that's simply not the same <laughs> and LeBron was like, oh, this is a great explanation. No, it's not, LeBron. This is that what LeBron issue- said? Yeah, LeBron tweeted saying, like, oh, I'm going to go to his Twitter right now, unless he deleted it. LeBron is going back. To- this is the same energy as when he was talking about China and Hong Kong, and he just didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Couldn't have said it any better at Draymond Green. Dude, you could have said it better. Could have said so much better. Well, there's because so many better what? ways. Racism, and I understand. I'm not. We're not comparing, saying like this is more important than racism. I'm not going to do any of that because that's stupid. Racism affects a lot of people. Deeply affects a lot of people. Police brutality, which is connected to that, affects a lot of people. Voting and politics affects a lot of people. A public health issue like a pandemic affects a lot of people. LeBron. It is not HIPAA. You can say it's private all you want, but it is not a. You cannot pretend that like you're missing time because your wife is pregnant is the same thing. You can choose to get vaccinated. You can choose to not make this an issue. You can also choose to keep it private, sure, but pretending that it's an issue that only affects you. Me getting vaccinated only affects me directly, like in the immediate moment. But it's a public health issue. Your choice to get vaccinated has implications on the overall pandemic think outside of yourself for once and by the way dwight howard i like how you said oh it's a hip i can't tell you carmelo anthony said your entire team's vaccinated so i don't know why the fuck you pretending like you don't know that was so funny i don't know why Dwight even was playing it off <laughs> y'all need to stop because guess what this does athletes are not all stupid but guess what this perpetuates that they're stupid and to the one guy I saw who tweeted, y'all, and look, I'm, I'm sure there's idiots who are trying to make this a racial thing with the NBA and people not being vaccinated. They're dumb too. Making, they're going to bring, like, be ra- justify racist rhetoric. But to the question, do I talk to people in my life? Like I talk about these NBA players who weren't vaccinated? Yes, because I think it's stupid. And I know you're not researching. I mean, you got rich person Google? <laughs> you motherfuckers either got some special Google or you're using Bing. Because I don't know what the fuck you're researching on. Oh, I tell people that are anti-vax, and I know that I think they're being stupid. I tell that like, to their face. This is stupid, man. We've been trying yeah. to fight this and just be back to a new normal. But the new normal is still just an augmented version of masks and distancing, and you got to be careful when you do this or that. Pretending like something isn't an issue does not make it go away. Yeah, absolutely. This is stupid. I am so... And shout out to the vast majority of the league who listened. Mm-hmm. And shout out to those two that are being vocal about um, 
about getting vaccinated and like the importance of it too. Like Bogdanovich, players like uh, <laughs> what was that? Bogdanovich who posted yeah, Bogdanovich and his cancer. Yeah, like the ones that are really going out there and trying to make sure that everybody's getting Carl Anthony Towns. Yep, Carl Anthony Towns. Big shout out to him. Yeah, but it's just th- this wasn't unexpected. What was unexpected for me was Kyrie to be following and liking posts from an Instagram account that was saying that the vaccine, particularly I think the Moderna one, is going to hook up black men to like a supercomputer so they can like mind control you. I want to give a shout out to Kyrie because that's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah, I I hate all of this. So we're just going to I'm just want let's just be done because we talked about this for a while. So, oh wait, Vasant, mm. it's not over. You want to know why? Why? Who's there? Who is it? The devil. He wants in. Let him in. <laughs> <laughs> Knock, knock, let the devil in. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you don't know Venom, um, There Will Be Carnage came out like yesterday, I guess. Premiered yesterday. Um, and I saw it yesterday. It's not good. I just want <laughs> to give you all that warning. Now. Send the file episode over. It's not good. Not good. Um, yeah. What's funnier to me, though, is while this movie might be better than the first one. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the the song that Eminem did for it is worse, <laughs> which is incredible. Okay, well let's 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 not go that far. Okay, it's worse than Venom. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but Venom is like this. annoying, but at least like I don't know. There was more energy in the song. Is boring first of all. <laughs> yeah. Venom. Here's why I'd say Venom at least sounds like it was made for a comic book movie to an extent. Venom. Like energy Venom. upbeat, you know. Like Venom, Venom. Like, I can understand what Eminem was trying to tap into in that first song, you know? He was trying to do something that was, like, edgy and angry. He he was, like, really into doing the song for the movie, so. Yeah, because he's a big comic book nerd, too, and he's been that way since he was a kid. Which is cool. Yeah, he, like, that's actually, um, if Eminem wasn't a rapper, he said he would have liked to have been a comic book writer. Which I think is really cool, by the way. It's a cool personality yeah. thing about him. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's funny that he was a big nerd, too. Like, you know, it's just a funny thing about him. So I I understand what Eminem was trying to tap into on the first one. He completely failed. The first one is awful. It's still a terrible song. Which, ironic enough, Run the Jewels have a good song on that soundtrack, if I remember if it's from that one, right? They do have, yeah, they do have a song on the soundtrack that is better. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I want to, because I know she would have skipped over the sports segments and gotten to here. I want to give a quick happy birthday shout out to one of our creamers. Happy birthday, Leah. Yeah. Yeah, her birthday was the other day. So we're recording today. Um, shouting her out right before the Eminem close reading I love it exactly because I know she might have come back for this one and if not I'll just text her saying oh by the way check out you know timestamp on episode um yeah happy birthday we love you over here happy you're doing well in Richmond live it up 
Enjoy. Yes, sir. Thanks for being there. I already sang you happy birthday, by the way, over the phone, so I'm not going to do it again on the podcast. Are you going to get her a cameo for her birthday? I don't know who. Oh, what the heck? I'll sing it. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday. dearly. Happy birthday to you. I just got <laughs> Zoom. Zoom just gave me a notification saying playing music, set up professional audio in audio settings. Makes you sound good. <laughs> sound great, man. But uh, <laughs> let's let's go through this. So we're gonna. I think we can skip over the fact that the cor- the song is super disjointed. The chorus and the verses, the the, the music change, like the sound changes, but they don't transition at all. It just cuts almost. I just want to say, okay, before we get into this, this is a collab between Eminem, Polo G, Mozzie, and Skylar Gray. The thing that's most concerning about this to me is that it's an, a, a collab between Eminem and Skylar Gray. I think I've heard about like, and songs not, made by Eminem and Skylar Gray together. All of them are bad. Skylar Gray is not is not great. Like she's very boring to me. Yeah, and like they seem to bring the worst out of each other, but they collaborate so frequently. It's I think she's on his label. <laughs> I imagine so. Yeah, but, but like she is her hook is forgettable and boring as most Skylar Gray hooks in music is. Yeah. They're just so terrible together. And like, the, like, I'll just quickly read her hook. It's not funny, but I'll just give you an idea of just kind of how bland it is. Now you see me standing in the lights, but you never saw my sacrifice or all the nights I had to struggle to survive, had to lose it all to win the fight. I had to fall so many times. Oh, oh, oh. Now I'm the last one standing. That's pretty much it. That's all you need to know. There's, yeah. She extends it a little bit with the bridge, but who cares? Um, yeah, it's just that's apologies versus forgettable. <laughs> it's fine. It's pretty good. Yeah, but it's I, nothing. I would so say forgettable, good. like in the sense like it's okay, but I'm not gonna like you know. Yeah. Um, Mozzie's is also kind of just in that okay category. I like Mozzie too. I think he, but I mm-hmm. just think he's whatever. I think he's fine. There's not much to it here. Yeah. And then let's get to this Eminem verse, which my first critique is, why does it sound like his mic is so bad? Why I don't is know, he man. so um, poorly? He sounds like he's literally recording this over like a Zoom call. Like we are, but like he doesn't have a good mic. I, like think what happened, mics, I think what happened was that the producer heard his like verse and just like start to like mess with the microphones. Like, let's try and make this unusable. But M came out of the booth like, yo, that was hot. His producer was like, yeah, man. He's like, you got it all? Yeah, I got it. I got it all. All right, I'm not going to do another take, so send it out. <laughs> uh, so let's just walk through the Eminem verse. Do you want to handle some of it? Or? I'll start out with the first part of it, then you can take over, and I can take over whatever, you know? Go for um, it. Y'all say, what? 
I've changed. Huh? Really, though? Tell me. How so? I got. Got all. What? This bread. Yeah. And here comes the first. Just. Bad bar. Super terrible. Terrible. I'm still sour, though. Got all this bread. I'm still sour, though. <sighs> oh my god, man! Nothing hurts more than a bad Eminem bar. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, because you know he thinks it's really good, and just like for some reason, then like I can argue the next part isn't bad so much as it is confusing. <laughs> this next yeah, little... yeah. But like I, I just have to still say this about like bad Eminem bars. They, they hurt. hurt. In a yeah, they they hurt, and they hurt in a really similar way to like how like some logic bars hurt to hear, you know. Like, just like the the corniness is just like the not funny. It's just how unfunny it is, you know. Yeah, because like Lil Wayne has a lot of bad bars, but I find his bad bars funny. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I laugh at bad, and I can laugh at time. some of these Eminem ones, but some of them are just like, oh. Yeah, some of them just such corny bad joke stuff. That's just like, it's just not even funny. It's just, ugh. But yeah. I don't know. I'm a square peg in a round hole. Like a block of cheese <laughs> in a paper towel roll. Just such a why. <laughs> That's just like, I needed to rhyme something with sour though. Towel roll. And also the like comparing the square. Why do you pick a block of cheese and a paper towel roll for the square bag in the round hole comparison? I need a square thing and I need a paper towel. <laughs> uh, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Never been no towel thrower. That's whatever. That's Even bad. though when I got kicked to the curb, huh. life knocked me down <laughs> in the dirt. That's what it I says. got back up. Flipped at the bird. Ate it. That's not what it said. I don't know why you said what, what What did it say? Life knocked my in the dirt. <laughs> I completely misread that. That's really funny. Life knocked my dick in the dirt, which is <laughs> why? <laughs> Nasty. Nasty. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm happy you caught me on that. Can't can't you gotta keep the lyrical miracle going? Yeah, I'm sorry. Till I earn the attention I yearn. Mm. Oh god, here we come. This is the bad rhyme scheme coming. I feel it. Oh, till I, till I earn the attention I yearn. Mm. Not to mention, I learned how to Learned. turn resentment and hurt Pain. to an unquenchable thirst Sis. in the simplest term. Layman, it's revenge of the nerd. In every sense of the word. I could just see like the like <laughs> 13 year old <laughs> Venom yeah. fan who's just like, yeah. Just like dude listening during like the after credits, like waiting for uh the after credit scene, just like they're like, oh that movie's sick. Oh, let's go, Eminem. All right. Learned, hurt, thirst, terms, nerd, word. <laughs> bird bird is the word. The bird, I heard the bird is the word. Hard is the word. Here we go. <laughs> it's revenge of the nerd in every sense of the word. I heard oh. bird is the word. Oh. 
They brought Jesus, frankincense, and myrrh. Mm, I don't fuck with the Kurds. Ooh. <laughs> terrorist attack immediately. Just immediately a terrorist attack. Just immediately pisses off. I actually, I'm not going to put that on the Kurds. They want <laughs> autonomy. We're, yeah. It's starting winter time. I got to pack up my girth. <laughs> okay, we need to stop. We're just writing the rest <laughs> of the song for him. <laughs> but, but all you see is the fame and the millions. Mm. You don't see the strength, the resilience. Yes, sir. How I rack my brain as if I'm trying to explain it to children. Why is Eminem rapping at children? Eminem, what are you doing, buddy? Why are you at the elementary school, buddy? Um, I mean, not allowed, you're not allowed around kids, man. Like, you're too dangerous, dude. I don't, Could you imagine I don't if think you were a kid did. and you walk outside and Eminem's just like, yo, let me explain. I got the steam in me, in me, in Everything I yearned and I heard and I learned and I hurt. And you're just like, mom. Mom, there's a stranger. He's like, mom, That's mom's spaghetti. That's hot coffee pot. <laughs> and the teacher's loud. Should I spill it on the principal, bro? <laughs> uh where was i oh yeah children <laughs> how i rack my brain but it feels mm. as if i'm trying to explain it to children he even says damn <laughs> <laughs> he's like yo that was deep he was like yo you gotta hear that you know play that back okay. i really surprised he didn't do that you know like he did like he didn't stop the song and go hey i run that back <laughs> so a lot of this pain isn't healing no escaping it this anger is spilling and here mm. we go for the just creme de la crop of this entire verse almost like recreating the feeling of 9-11 when the second plane <laughs> hits the building there's a plane sound effect too when he says that yeah, there's like a plane crashing sound effect, which is absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Almost like recreating the feeling of 9-11 when the second plane hit the building. Hmm. Wait, so let him paint you the villain. Is he suggesting that the Taliban were painted as villains? Like, is he on their <laughs> side? Like, I'm very confused. He's like, yo, the Taliban got a bad rap. <laughs> okay. I am just trying to get in with the sheik. Ooh. The Taliban got a bad rap, so I'm going to spit some mad rap. Mm. <laughs> like it's on their head. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh terrible God, people. Dude. Yo, let me, yo, 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 let me take the track. I got you. I got you for the rest of this. Oh. <clears throat> some of this just may be a symptom. Yeah. Of having way too much income. Mm. But when you struggle mm. every day just to get some. Yeah. Now all this hate is a syndrome. Is he's, I think mm. he's going to say syndrome. Because that's the only way that rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. When they can't relate. And that stems from what? Money looking what? like it grows on trees. <laughs> yeah, they're green. But those aren't leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed that lie when I listened to it. That's I did insane. too. Because it's, I used to say, it's just like when Nicki Minaj goes, yeah, that was a setup for a punchline. Punch yeah, that was a setup for a punchline on trees. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, they're green, but those aren't leaves. 
leaves. Suffice to say, with every sacrifice I made, it's like I gave up my life to fame. All the nights that I laid awake, night I stayed up to write and pray. I had to claw, scratch, and fight my way. Just follow me and I'll light the way. <laughs> look to the hook of your sky look gray. Sky look gray. gray. <laughs> Why is he explaining this? Okay, it's not even quick. that hard to get. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, we were talking about this before the show, me and you. Look yeah. to the hook if your sky looked gray. We get, what it, gray. we get the joke that she's on the hook, and that's what they're referring to. Oh, wait a minute. I get it now. Wait, Eminem was too deep for us, okay? What? He's saying if your sky looks gray, like if you're, like, depressed, look to the hook for inspiration. We were thinking too literal about it before. Oh. I still think this is terrible. <laughs> it's still terrible, but you know, especially because like he felt the need to throw just like the ad lib, just Skylar Gray. Well, yeah, because well, the reason like, I didn't think that because I was like, okay, the joke is Skylar Gray's on the hook, so look to the hook if your sky looked gray. But I'm like, I'm taking this literally. What do you mean, Evan? <laughs> like I was, I was telling you before the show, it's like the hooks just, looks, you looked, yeah, the hooks from SpongeBob. That bar is so corny <laughs> to the hook of your sky look great. Like, no shit, she's on the hook, man. We know that. Look to the hook if your sky look gray. Hop on and ride. Go fly away. <laughs> and rappers, how can we see on the same level now when I got to look down and see these clowns that are on the ground? Bitch, I got the clouds beneath me. Ever since I put out the EP to the height of 2003 me, you went to see the struggle to make it out the D because I somehow, I made it somehow look easy. Okay, you know what? I hate to say it. Young boy better. <laughs> <laughs> young boy better, dude. Honestly. Young boy, young boy better. Young boy better. I'd rather also listen to song. fucking I feel like I'm Gucci Man in 2000. I'd rather listen to that than any of these fucking songs. Masab, I'm not gonna lie to you. When you started reading that last part, I wasn't reading with you yet. And I thought you were making it up. And I was like, wow, that's such a good impersonation, man. That was so silly. I looked up and I was like, oh, that's the song. Hey, look, I thought, man, I, thought, I, I, mi- I missed 2000. No, I missed 2003 Eminem because that Eminem was really good. Yeah, I mean, oh my God, man. It'll be really cool when he does um, uh, Till I Collapse at the Super Bowl. I'll be excited for that. <laughs> I like No, that we're going to get... We're going to get last one standing. Like, that's, it's not going to be, you know. I'm hoping that it's like lose yourself. It'll probably be I'm yeah. thinking, lose yourself till I collapse. Uh, I'm not afraid. Uh, and then he's got to do a new song. New so single. Maybe he's going to do Venom. <laughs> the <laughs> first one. Well, here's, here's what I want to say, though. Here's what I want to say, though. There's five performers at the Super Bowl. There's a lot. They're yeah. all not going to get super long. My theory is that it's going to be Dre Center. Yeah. Because it's like sort of almost, you could say, three eras of Dre. Dre and Snoop. Dre and M. Oh, Dre God. I just thought of something, dude. Huh. We might get I Need a Doctor. <laughs> Fucking hate that song. Me too. I need it. That's also a Skylar Gray. That's a Skylar Gray hook. Skylar Gray is just like diet Halsey. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, honestly. I think she's Halsey's predecessor too, but I would even say like Halsey's better than Halsey. Skylar Gray. 
Halsey is a lot better. I'm not even like a Halsey fan at all, but Halsey is We'll a give you credit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's just just pathetic, man. Like the, the Skylar Gray, <laughs> Eminem stuff, dude. I hate them together. They're they're just so bad together, man. They are. Yeah. Right, well, anyway, that's it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it, man. That was a long episode, but we were gone, so here you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's just how it is when we're gone. You know, we get yep. back into it. And yes, we have a good time. And, uh, you know, the not that we were talking, we're going to try and be more consistent. Yeah. We, we st- don't worry. We still clearly enjoy doing this. So it's not like we're, we're avoiding We're not disappearing, yeah. Yeah. So it's just been busy. Yep. So, so you know what it is? Be easy. Stay creamy and top of the morning. 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 Stay creamy. Bye. Bye. Bye.